Shalom to all. Today's office Kedushin Avches, and we are starting on the top line with the words Amrav Yosef. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe, Her Neshama Should Have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechiel Mordechai Ben Rabchaim, His Neshama Should Have an Aliyah. Now yesterday we concluded with Shitas Rabbi Yosef. A man gave women clothing and said, "Be mikudeshes to me with these bechaldehu, or however much they are worth." Now Rava holds, since they're most definitely worth at least a bruta, she's mikudeshes. But Rabbi Yosef argues that they need to be evaluated because Shava Kesef is like Kesef, namely when being mikudesh with something of value and needs to be just like money. In the same way money has a clear value, $10 is $10, so too Shava Kesef needs to have a clear defined value. And now Rav Yasser tries to bring a right to his shita. Um, Rav Yasser, Rav Yasser says, how do I know this? Titania, because we have a b'risa. The Pasuk tells us, Mikasef miknasai. Literally, this means from the money of his purchase. And what do we learn from here? A Jewish slave being purchased by a non-Jew is only acquired with money and not with tvu or kalim. Now let's just read this whole Pasuk inside. It's actually talking about in Eved Ivri, a Jewish man which was bought by a non-Jew and now we're trying to redeem him from the non-Jew. So the Pasuk says, If there's still many years left, he shall repay his redemption accordingly from the money of his purchase. And so the Bible is telling us that we learn from the words that he can only be bought with money and not with tu or kalim. So now Rabbi Yosef explains, What are we talking about when we say tu or kalim? Even if you want to say that we can't use tu or kalim to enact a purchase at all, how could that be? The Pasuk says, that includes Shava Kesef as being just like Kesef, because the Pasuk doesn't have to say the word Yashiv. It could just say, Lefihan Gulasai. Why does it say, Lefihan Yashiv Gulasai? So you understand, Yashiv is Lashan of Shava Kesef. So he could be bought with Shava Kesef. And if you want to say that it doesn't have the value of a Pruta, these different items, my area to move a Kalim, why do we have to say Tvu and Kalim can't be used? Afilu Kesef Nami. Even money that doesn't have a Shava Pruta can't be used for this purchase, because something that's less than a Shava Pruta is not considered having value at all. So what's the Brasset telling us? It must be we're talking about Tvu and Kalim, meaning some sort of object that's worth a Pruta. However, since it doesn't have a set amount, it wasn't evaluated beforehand, it can't be used in any sort of sale. And by the same token, Shava Kesef as Kedushin cannot be used unless we know for sure exactly how much it costs. Now the Gemara says, V'idach, how does Rabbah understand this? Hachikamar, you'd say this is what the Brass is telling us. But Tairas Kesef Unikna, V'ain Betairas Tvu of Kalim, he can only bought with a Tyra of Kesef, meaning with a method of Kesef of money, but not with a method of Tvu and Kalim, Umay Ninhu, and what is that? Chalipin, then it can't be bought with Chalipin. But now the Gemara says, Lord of Nachman, according to Rav Nachman, the Amr Paris, Lively Chalipin, that produce can't create a Chalipin anyway. Michael Amemar, so then what's the Brass? Are telling us. So we go back to one of our original understandings, and must be talking about Tvu and Kalim that are not worth a Shavapruta. Udukamrit, and that what you had asked on that. My ear to Kalim, I Nami. Why are you saying Tvu and Kalim can't be used? Even money itself, if it's less than a Shavapruta, it can't be used for a sale. So it must be this is what the brass is telling us. Lemi buy a Kaamir. It's a Lemi buy a Lemi buy a Kasef. You don't even have to say Kasef. Dsbe Shavapruta in Eloi Loi. That if this Kasef is at least a Pruta, it could be used for a Kenyan, it could be used for a purchase. And if not, not, I will Tvu Kalim. But if we're dealing with Tvu and Kalim, Ema, I might say, since their benefit is very close, you can use the Kli right away, or you could use the Tvu right away, as opposed to money, you have to go to the store and buy something with it. So, Gamar Makni Nafshe, you might say that the Evid is Makni himself over, even though these Tvu or Kalim are worth less than a Shavapruta. Kamashman, the Chidosh is, since they're worth less than a Shavapruta, no Kenyan can happen. So, it turns out that we don't have a Raya from this Brisa for Rav Yasef. So, Rav Yasef tries to bring another Raya for himself. Um, Rav Yasef, Rav Yasef says, how do I know this? Once again, how do I know that when using Shavakasef, we have to know 
the exact value. It has to be kayats. It has to be set beforehand. The time because we have a brisa, and this is talking about pidyon aben. We know that if a person has a firstborn son, he has to go through the pidyon aben ceremony, redeeming it from the kain. He gives the kain five slime, and the kain, so to speak, gives him his son, and that's the redemption. And the brisa tells us instead of giving money to the kain, he said, "Egel sel pidyon bini." This egel, this calf, is for the pidyon of my son, or talus sel pidyon bini. This talus is for the pidyon of my son. Loyim that's nothing at all. However, if he said, "Egel zeb chamesh slime le pidyon bini," this egel is the five slime for the pidyon of my son, or talazu b'chamesh slime le pidyon bini. This talus is the five slime for the pidyon of my son. But Ipadui, his son is redeemed. Now we analyze. Hi pidyon hechidami. What are we referring to in this case of pidyon? Elim, if you want to say dulai shavi that the calf or the talus is not actually worth five slime, kol kimine, is he really able to redeem his son with that? It's not worth five slime. Elav, it must be that afagav shavi, even though it is worth five slime, the kimdulai kaitzi, since it doesn't have a set amount, it was never evaluated officially to say that it's worth five slime. Lai, he can't use it. So here's a rai for Rav Yosef. The Gemara says lai, that's not so. Lailam dulai shavi. Really, we're talking about the calf or the talus was not worth five slime. Ukagan to kabul kaini lave. We're referring to a case where the kain accepted it upon himself as if it's worth five slime. The hainu the kain said to me it's worth five slime. And where do we see this? Kader of kahana shakal sodim be pidyan aben. Rav Kahana received a handkerchief during a pidyan aben, and our layer of kahana told the person lidi chazili chamesh slime. For me, it's worth five slime. So we see even though it's not actually worth five slime, it could be considered like it's worth five slime and would be a valid pidyan. And that's what the brass is talking about. And now we just comment on this last thing we mentioned. Amar Vashi Vashi says loy amar this was only said el kagan of kahana only Rav Kahano, the Gavarabahu, he's a great person, he always needs to have a sudar on his head. These sudarm were wrapped on the head like a turban, and since he's Hashiv, he always has to wear it. And that's where if Kahana is able to say, for me, it's worth five slime. But for other people, they would not be able to say this. And we see something similar. He bought a sudar from the mother of Rabba Mikuvi, it was worth 10, and he paid 13 for it. So we see someone Hashiv needs a sudar, they need a turban, and they would pay more money for it than it's actually worth. But a regular person does not, and therefore a regular kind that does not need a turban cannot accept one that's worth less than five slime as if it has the value of five slime. And we continue with more cases of Kedushin. Amr Blazer Blazer says, His He said, But he only gave her a dinar. Now there's a hundred silver dinarim in a mana. So he only gave her a hundredth of what he said he would. And he just has to pay up the rest of the ninety-nine. Now my time, why is that? Since he told her a mana, and he gave her a dinner, it's as if he told her almanas on condition that I'm going to continue giving you more. We had this many times in Mesechus Gitin. Anyone that says almanas, it's as if they're saying me'achshav. So when he says, I'm going to give you a mana and he only gives her a dinner, it's as if he's saying almanas on condition I'm going to continue giving you. It's like he's saying, I want you to be Mekodesh's to me right now and I'll just give you the other 99. But now we ask a question, Mesfei. The Raisa tells us as follows. He says, his mana, be Mekodesh's to me with a mana, and he was counting and going, giving one dinner, then another one, so on and so forth. And one of them wants to back out of the Kedushan, even if it's up to the last dinner, he gave her 99 dinarim, and there's only one more left to give, either of them could back out. So we see from here the Kedushan is not valid right away. The Gemara says, no, what are we talking about over here? He had said, with this mana, and therefore there's no official Kedushan until he gives all 100 dinarim. Ask the Gemara, how could you say that? Since the Sefer this Brayasa is talking about mana zu, where he said this mana, so the Risha has to be talking about where he said with a mana, not with this mana. And where do we see this? The Katani Seifa, because the Seifa says, Amr la let's say, he tells her, Hiskachali b'mana zu, b'mikudash is me with this mana, b'nimta mana chaser dinner, and it turns out that it's a mana lacking a dinner. Turns out he only gave her 99 and not 100. Ay dinner shal nechayshes, or he gave her 100, but one of them was copper and not silver, and in Mikudashis, she's not Mikudashis. However, if he gives her dinar ra, a bad dinner, which we're going to explain in a bit what that is, Harez Mikudashis, she is Mikudashis, v'yachlef, and he just has to switch it out.
out. So you see very clearly the Seifa is talking about Manazu, and that means the Reisha is not talking about Manazu. The Gemara says no problem. Loi, Reisha of a Seifa of Manazu. Both the Reisha and the Seifa are talking about Manazu. Upirusha come Farish, and the Seifa is just explaining the Reisha. What's the Reisha telling us? If one of them wants to back out, even when we're up to the last dinner, they can still back out. Ketan, what's that case? Now it's the Seifa. Kigand Armala Manazu. For example, he told her Manazu, and it's actually logical to say this. If you want to say the Risha is talking about Manastam, well, Hashta Manastam, if when he just told her Mana and it was Stam, he didn't say Manazu, it's not considered a Kedushin until the last one. So, you have to tell me that when he told her Manazu, that they're allowed to back out even by the last Mana? Of course they're allowed to back out. So, there wouldn't be a Kiddush to say that. That's why it must be the Risha and the Sefer are both talking about Manazu. The Gemara says, If it's because of this logic, that's not valid. Why? Because we could say, that the Sefer is just being taught to reveal what the Risha is really referring to. And so tell us not to think as follows. Shaloi Taimar, don't say that Reisha of a Manazu, that the Reisha is talking about Manazu, meaning if we only had the Reisha, I might think it's talking about a case of Manazu, and that's why they can back out all the way till the end. But if we had a case of Manastam, Hava Kedushin, it would be a valid Kedushin. Therefore, we have a Reisha and a Seifa, the Braisa, Tana Seifa, but Manazu, the Seifa is telling us about a case of Manazu, Mechal the Reisha of Manastam. That implies that the Reisha is talking about a case of Manastam, Vafilu Hachila Hava Kedushin, and still it's not a valid Kedushin. So we're ending off with the Braisa telling us that the Reisha is talking about Manastam, the Seifa is talking about Manazu, and now we have a question on Rebbe Lazar that said if he was Makadash with a Mana and he only gave her a dinner, it's still a valid Kiddushin and he just has to pay up the rest. Rabashi Yom Ramon of Hailech Shani, and why is that different to Daita Hakule? Because her Das is on the entire thing. Since she sees that he's counting out one dinner, two dinner, three dinner, she's waiting until she receives all hundred in order for the Kiddushin to be valid. However, in Rebbe Lazar's case, he only gave her one dinner, that's it, and he didn't give her any more. So she's Mikudashes with that one dinner, and she knows that at some later time, he's going to give her the remaining 99. Nothing more just analyzes the Braisa. What are we talking about when we have this copper dinner over here? If she knew that this copper dinner was here, she clearly thought about it and she accepted all hundred dinarim, even though one of them was copper. So why is she not Mikudeshes? So Gemara says, We're talking about where he gave it to her at night. And therefore she didn't know that there was a copper dinner there, and that means that she didn't receive all hundred. Inami alternatively we could say that it was found among the Zuzim, meaning he gave her a hundred dinarim, but she wasn't able to see all of them, and maybe this copper one was hiding underneath the other ones, so we can't say that she accepted it, she simply didn't know about it, and again, that's why it's not a valid Kiddushin. Now we just ask, what's this case of this dinner Ra? That's a valid Kiddushin, but he would have to switch it out for a good one. If it's not in circulation, meaning it can't be used in the stores, that's the same thing as a dinner it's a copper dinner. Basically, he didn't give her something of full value. So why should she even make in that case? So Amrav Papa, Papa answers, it is in circulation, it could be used, but only people usually won't take it unless absolutely not necessary. So he did give her the value of a dinner, however, he does have to switch it out for something better that could be used in all situations, not just Aideh Chak. And continue to talk about more situations. Amar Rav, Amar Nachman, Amar La, let's say he told her, And then instead of giving her a mana, he gave her a mashkan, a collateral for it instead. And in Mekudashis, she's not Mekudashis. And why is that? Chasam based on top, mana inkan, mashkan inkan. That's because there's no mana here and there's no mashkan here. He didn't actually give her the mana, and the thing that he did give her, the mashkan, wasn't hers to keep, so she didn't receive anything of value. And that's why she's not Mekudashis. Now, Esau Rav, Rav Nachman, Rav Asr, Rav Nachman, Kitcha, Mashkan, Mekudashis. We have a that says very clearly that if he's Mekadashir with a mashkan, 
fine with a collateral, she is Mekudashas. So answer no. Over there, we're talking about a mashkin from somebody else. Meaning this fellow had lent money to somebody else. He received a mashkin in exchange for that loan. And now he's being Mekadish her with that loan that the other fellow owes him. And he's giving her the mashkin that he received. And that is something of value. Because if those people don't pay him back, the mashkin becomes his. Which means that she did receive something of value. And Rabbi Yitzchak, this is just like Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, how do we know that Balchayv is kind of mashkin that he's given? Shnem, because the Pasuk says, and to you it will be its daka. And this is referring to Balchayv who received the mashkin. The Pasuk says that you should give that mashkin back at night. For example, let's say it's pajamas, you should give those pajamas back at night. And then it will be great righteousness for you. Now, in a kind, if the Balchayv doesn't own the mashkin, tzedakah minayin. So why is that considered tzedakah for him that he's giving it back? It must be that he does own it. Mikal Balchayv, Shekhan mashkin. We see from here that Balchayv owns a mashkin. And a story which is similar, Bnei Ravuna bar Oven, Zavana he Amsa Bapriti, the sons of Ravuna bar Oven, they bought a maidservant for some copper prutais. They didn't have the money with them. So they gave the sellers of his maidservant a piece of silver. And that was just as a mashkain. Later on, the price of maidservants went up, and the sellers wanted to back out of the deal because they only sold it for some copper coins and they wanted to make more money. He told them, There's no copper coins here because they didn't give you anything, and there's no silver piece here because they didn't give you the silver piece as payment, and therefore the sale didn't happen at all. And the market used Tanra Banuiva Brysa. Let's say he tells her, with this mana, and then she took it and she threw it into the sea, or into the fire, or to any place where it got ruined. In Mikdashes, she's not Mikdashes. Does that mean that if she would have thrown it in front of him, that would be a Kedushin? How could that be? She's telling him, I don't want to take this money from you. But that would seem to be a fair inference from the Brysa. So what's the Brysa trying to tell us? So Mar says, You don't even have to tell me that if she throws it in front of him, do I have a Kedushin that's not a valid Kedushin? Because she's telling him, I don't want your money. Or if she takes it and throws it into the sea or into a fire, I might say, since now she's chayv to pay him back money because she just ruined his money, so instead of paying him back, she's really being makadish herself to him. And the only reason why she did that, meaning the reason why she took his money and ruined it, is because she thought to herself, I'm going to check out this fellow, is he a type of guy that gets really angry? And she did it as a test. And the chiddush is that no, if she takes it and throws it into the river or the fire, it's not a valid kiddushin. And Tanar Rabbanu, we continue with the Brisa. His Shuli Mana, he said, Mkdashis me with Mana, and then she said, Tanaim la Abu Levicha, give it to my father or to your father. In Mkdashis, she's not Mkdashis. But if she said, Almanashi Kablamli, on condition that my father or your father accept it for me, Mkdashis, she's Mkdashis. I think Mar just clarifies, Tana Abu Ediacha Kaycha de Resha, the Brasa taught that she said, give it to my father to teach the Kaycha of the Resha, that if all she said was, give it to my father, still not valid. And Tana Vicha Ediacha Kaycha de Seifa, the Brasa teaches that she said, give it to your father to teach the Kaycha de Seifa, then when she said, Almanashi on condition they accept it for me, even though she didn't use a relative of hers, still it's a valid kiddushin. And we continue. The Brisa says, let's say he tells her his kachli b'mana, b'mikdashes me with the mana, and then she said tenei mapliny, give it to that fellow, a random guy, and b'mikdashes she's not mikdashes. However, if she says I'm not shekabimli on condition that he accepts it for me, b'mikdashes she is mikdashes. And the Gemara says with Sricha, we have to have both of these cases where she says my father, your father, and where she says give it to a random guy. If we only had the case where she said give it to my father, your father, I would say hasam dechi amra I'm over there. When she says, on condition they accept it for me, have a condition over there, it's a condition. There's some chadat because she relies on them. So she figures herself of the lichusai, they're gonna do mashlichas for me. Because it's either my father or it's your father. And both of those people want this condition to happen. But if she said on condition that a different guy accepts it for me, you might say that she doesn't have smichas das that he's gonna do the shlichas for her, and it wouldn't be a valid condition. And if you ask me if we only mention the case of Pliny, I might say, It's only in the case where she said, give it to that guy, it's not a valid condition because she doesn't know that fellow and we can't 
assume that when she says, give it to that fellow, she means to give it to him as a gift. But when she says, give it to my father, your father, she has kir of das to them. It's her father, his father. Maybe she's trying to say, give it to them as a gift. And then it is a valid kiddushin. That's why we have to have the case of Abba Vavicha, that even though we're talking about his father, her father, when she says, give it to them, and she didn't say, it's not a valid kiddushin. I think Mark continues to turn even Brysa with more cases. Let's say he tells her, and then she says to him, place it on this rock. She's not However, if it was her rock, she's Mekudashas. Now, by Ravibi, Ravibi asks, let's say they both jointly own this rock. Is that a kiddushin or not? We conclude, Teiku. Another case, he tells her, with this loaf of bread. And she says, give it to this dog. She's not Mekudashas because she's clearly saying, I don't want your kiddushin. However, if it was her dog, she's Mekudashas because she's receiving Hana that he's feeding her dog. Now, by Rav Mari, Rav Mari asks, what about the following? Let's say there was a dog chasing after her and then he hands her a loaf of bread trying to make her and she says, give it to the dog and he gives it to the dog. How do we view that? Do we say, that's with that Hana that he saved her, she's Gaimer Das and she's mocking herself to him. I don't perhaps, she could tell him, to save me. And I was just telling you, hurry up, quickly give the loaf of bread to the dog, but not that I want to be Kudashas to you. And over here as well, we conclude, Teiku. And another case, let's say he tells her, with his loaf of bread, and then she says, give it to that poor fellow. And that's a filu ani even if this ani relies on her. And my time, why is that? Because Amrle, she could tell him, just like I'm chayef to help out this ani, so too, you're also chayef to feed this ani. Just because she said, give it to the ani, who usually relies on her, that does not mean she's accepting it as kiddushin. We're going to stop you for the day, but pick up tomorrow with more cases. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.